0: Through and through. hey guys it's david back here with another another episode of the sarah and fitness podcast and i'm here with yanni and she is she is actually an author of four coloring books she's been honored by the united nations and she's done a lot of chore- uh, choreography before as well so yanni welcome hello <laughs> Uh, Tell me a little bit about what was it like for you growing up with uh, autism? You have autism, right?
1: Yes, I am autistic. Um, Well, I didn't know that I was autistic when I was growing up, but I knew that I was different. Um, I had a lot of, um, you know, social challenges, challenges with communication. Um, I always say this, art was my biggest form of communication. If I needed to communicate something and I couldn't do it verbally, I would draw a picture. Um, That's what I spent most of my time doing. Um, At a very young age, like I didn't really talk to people. I would just draw. Um, I wouldn't speak to people even when spoken to. Um, I had like sound sensitivities and um, food sensitivities food aversion, touch aversion. But at the time I I didn't know what any of that was because I wasn't diagnosed until I, I was an adult. I was diagnosed about six years ago. I believe I'm not good with timing of things that like, I probably shouldn't like block out, but, but I'm not good with timing. So I believe it was about five or six years ago. My dad's not here right now to like confirm it for me, but it was about five or six years ago that I was diagnosed. And, um, Knew why I've been different my entire life, and why um, things were just a little bit more challenging for me.
0: that that is awesome. And the one thing about us living in a community of disability is uh, we don't let challenges and limitations like this uh, stop us from achieving our goals. Like I I read more about you, and I think you've been on you've been on several uh, major television networks as well, right?
1: My students, yes, my choreography.
0: That is, that, that is awesome. I think you said, I think I read the Maury COVID show, BET. That, that is incredible. How did you, Thank you, how did you feel about, about being able to reach such a high level at such a young age?
1: Um, I, I didn't, at the time I didn't really, um, I mean, I don't know how other people see me. So I don't like, everybody considers like different levels of achievement. Um, Like, everybody sees them in different ways. Like, for me, like, even, like, things that people consider small, like, I'm grateful that I'm able to do. But things like that, like, it's big to other people, but it's not really big to me. Um, But it was a good experience for my students um, to be able to perform on national TV so many times. And um, I'm grateful.
0: that. Do do you feel like, in a way, um, you're trying to break I guess that stigma and that also the uh trying to think of the word it's in the back of my head here uh sh- okay so basically like the like the stigma you're trying to break that barrier of hey you know we can go further than this so you you're out there teaching choreography to to so many students and teaching them that you know we're we're just as abled as anybody else is so you're you're out there doing your thing and I I really I really admire that and and um also you said you you've actually have started on or you've accomplished four coloring books so what is the main theme of those books
1: um the main theme of those books is to um just show positive images of um you know black and brown girls because like you know, growing up and it's just recently that I've been seeing like more black art and more positive images for young girls and even women, because women, you know, need positive images of self too. Um, You know, people think when you become an adult that you you still don't need inspiration and Mm -hmm. you still don't need things that motivate you, but when you you actually do. So um, I just wanted to give um, young girls positive images of self. And so that's what I did. And I'm actually re-releasing my color book that I put out in 2019 um, because people are asking for it.
0: (laughs) Do you feel that um, women of color are underrepresented right now in a lot of of jobs and a lot of, uh, I guess, uh, anything in terms of, you know, Uh, the job market, uh, you know, uh, like you said, dance, choreography, film, things like that. Do you think there's still need? we still need to work on bringing that, uh, bringing more awareness towards it, towards it, like you're doing now?
1: Um, Absolutely. Like, even like with social media, like with TikTok, um, a lot of white creators, um, they, like if a Black creator makes a dance challenge, a lot of white creators will take the dance challenge and post it and not credit the Black creator. So that right there is just like an extension of what's always going, what's always went on. So, um, there, there are so many talented Black women out there, but, you know, like the society that we live in, they would rather put the shine on, you know, a white person. So, um, And I, o- I always say this, I always say that Black women are the forgotten community within the autism community because, like, of just the things that people say to me and the things that, like, people hear. Like, when right. I first when I first got my diagnosis, I really didn't tell anybody because I was embarrassed and because I was already, like, you know, bullied and teased. So I was like, well, damn, this is just gonna, um, you know, give people more reason to to, like, say I'm weird and have negative things to say um but to be clear now I embrace it um you know if somebody has something negative to say that's on them that's their ignorance Only thing I can do is try to educate them but I've learned that you cannot educate everybody because some people are just ignorant and they already have um what they want to think of you set in their mind so um there's definitely a stigma around autism but then it's like okay, well, I didn't know black girls could be autistic or you don't look autistic. So there are just like so many like stereotypes and stigmas and oh, like, it's, un- it's unbelievable. And like, I'm just, I'm learning more and more every day of the stigmas and the stereotypes and black women, I didn't know you guys were autistic. And because there were always like, instead of looking at like, oh, well, there might there might be a disorder there they always look at black women as oh she's just angry and oh she's this and she's that like you know we don't get the grace that the white people do so um it's it's just always like some type of anger issue when it comes to a black woman instead of okay well maybe there's something else going on because when I was like in the hospital and they brought the team in to do my evaluation like even like some of the doctors like they had little like smart remarks and they were saying it. it was like oh she's so angry but I actually wasn't angry I was just experienced a lot of anxiety and you know sometimes people who are anxious can come off as being irritable um just because we don't know how to handle the situation that's going on or um the so like uh, social interactions they're hard for me um like it- it's really hard for me to open up to people like I have to really know you I have to really trust you to like tell you anything right so um but it's, it's it always goes back to the angry black woman thing. And that just like really bothers me. <laughs>
0: yeah, I, I feel you. I feel you. It's, it's, uh, it's like for anybody with a disability, you know, they tend to either A, uh, judge based off character, B, judge based off your disability, or C, just completely uh, disregards you altogether and treats you like a little kid.
1: Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you hit the nail on the head.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's it's a uh, it's it's a shame. And like but...
1: every, oh, everybody, knows like I, everybody knows like that I'm not like a a mean person. I'm not like an angry person. Everybody knows that like I'm naturally happy. So like the whole angry black woman thing just really bothers me. Yeah, it's
0: it's it's something that's uh, I feel like it's always been there, and we've been we've been trying to work as a society to correct it but we're not I don't think we're doing it the right way honestly no so uh what is your what are some of uh did you face any challenges I guess uh trying to become a children's book author and a choreographer what are some challenges that you faced during that time beforehand
1: um I I really didn't face any challenges with that um everything that like everything that I did, like, I was doing it because I love to do it, and because art was a way for me to communicate, and, um, you know, like, as far as, like, the TV appearances, the producers always reached out to me, so it was just, like, like, I didn't, I feel like I didn't go through challenges, because I wasn't really pursuing it, it, it kind of, like, came to me, which um, makes me think about um, what you're seeking is also seeking you, so I really didn't know that I was seeking it, but, like, for all of those, like, experiences like the producers always reached out to me and I was just like really y'all want to y'all want my students to come perform but um I didn't really face a lot of challenges like the most challenging thing was actually um my being autistic and having to interact with so many people and like speak with so many people and then like the challenges were 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 mine they weren't like anybody telling me that I couldn't do something or anybody trying to hold me back. The challenges were mostly like internal struggles that I needed to overcome to, um, you know, to thrive.
0: Yeah, that's, that's awesome. You know, it's, it's, uh, we always have our own internal challenges and our struggles to overcome. And as long as we're strong enough and positive enough to uh, overcome them, that's what that's what matters. At the end of the day, it's about us wanting to succeed um yeah. and tell me a little bit about being honored for the United Nations I was like I was taken aback by that <laughs> I, how you-
1: um well it was I don't know it was kind of weird like I I think they knew about me because I was honored in Westchester County I was given a proclamation in my own day um April twenty-six, I believe um, is Ayanna Davis Day in Westchester County, New York? Wow. So I believe that's how the United Nations like heard about me. Um, and um, we had like a ceremony, and they gave me an award, and I don't even know where it is. I feel kind of bad, but it was like um, years ago. But um, I was very grateful and very honored, and um, you know, I kind of was like, well, why? Why me? But. Um it was a good experience. Um I was like a little bit like I'm not a shy person but I don't like I don't like to like speak about myself. Like it's hard for me to like be in public and talk about myself even like when like I'm speaking to people like in the beginning. I like when like the host reads the bio cuz when they're like tell me a little bit about yourself, I don't know where to start and I kind of don't know what to say. But um, So that was like the most challenging part about that is when they won't, they're like, oh, so say a few words about yourself to us, which I kind of really didn't do. I just told them how grateful I was um, and thanked them for honoring me. So it was great. And my students actually performed at the ceremony.
0: That, that is awesome. And, and that's why as a podcaster, it's always important to look at your show notes. So that way, if we have a guest like yourself, we can back you up. yeah yeah it's uh it's 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 so it's so wonderful to hear something like that and to to accomplish something like that you're definitely making some huge waves you know you're you're showing the world that uh because just because you're autistic or you know because you're 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 black it doesn't it doesn't make you any different you're human at the end of the day you know yeah Hmm. and you've accomplished so many goals so, what are what are some of your long term goals? What do you want? What do you want to take? Uh, I guess yourself in the next uh, maybe two to three years.
1: Um, in the next two to three years, so, well, my first goal is to try to get my health under control because I'm having some challenges. Um, nothing I haven't been through before, but it's just a little more intense right now. So that's like one of that's like what's most important to me, and I just want to continue to try to educate people more about autism, take the stigma off of autism, um, remind the world that black women are autistic, remind the world that autism does not end when you're 18. So like those are some of my goals. like I have like a lot of creative arts things that I want to do, but I haven't set like a anything like, okay, I want to do exactly this, but I know that there are more things that I want to do with art so, Um, but my main goal is to just continue to keep educating people, continue to try to break the stigma. Um, like, because I saw an interview and I I didn't even watch the whole thing because it was so horrible, but there was a mom talking about, um, her autistic kids and I'm sure she's an amazing mom, but like all the things that she was saying is like the narrative that is pushed all the time with autism and it was so wrong and like her kids aren't old enough to speak yet. So she she just seemed like she was very misguided and she just might be um, getting her information from the wrong sources Um, because there are a lot of autism organizations um, that push the same narrative that that say that like all autistic people are like savants and geniuses and all autistic people are not and it just makes it harder for like the people who are not like a savant or who are not a genius that are autistic like they see this narrative being pushed and they're like okay well I'm not a genius so like it just makes it more challenging for the people who are not those things and the narrative that is always pushed so those are my goals to just continue to keep trying and doing my best to educate and break some of the stigma
0: and what would you tell your your younger self right now that's uh, like that's still struggling with accepting themselves and uh just trying to get uh through life
1: um, I would tell my younger self to keep going, never give up, and that even a bad day only has 24 hours.
0: Hey, I, I love that. I love that. <laughs> so where would your, uh, I guess, where would my listeners uh, find you? Where can they contact you? Where can they find your work?
1: Um, I'm phenomenally autistic across all social media platforms, phenomenally autistic on Instagram, phenomenally autistic on twitter phenomenally autistic on tiktok phenomenally autistic on youtube so if i have a profile somewhere i'm phenomenally autistic and i believe yeah i do have a facebook phenomenally autistic yeah no, like-
0: I'll, I'll definitely link all that information underneath the description of our episode so um uh it's it's funny because you mentioned phenomenal and we've had a phenomenal conversation here today it's, it's awesome.
1: <laughs> thank you
0: uh, i've really i have really enjoyed uh uh, learning about you and I hope, and I wish for the best for, for you. And I, Thank I, you so I, see, much. I see big things in the future for you.
1: Thank you so much.
0: Yeah. Well, well um, if you guys want to check out this episode on iTunes, Spotify, um, you can check it. You can also check it out on iHeartRadio and every other major podcasting outlet out there. And what I usually do at the end of every episode is I typically say, if I can do it, so can you. But since we're here together, I feel like it's fitting that we say, if we can accomplish our goals, so can you. All right, you guys, thank you very much, and I will see you again soon.